nigger and fag. Nigger. You niggers Whoa. are why I lost my job. Disavow. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me to your clan meeting, John. Hey, everybody. Monday morning, Boomer Bunker. Wanting to be a, a non-attorney spokesperson. I am Boomer Bob and one of the busiest men in any podcasting, John Chimingo. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, Bob. I'll tell you what. Last night, my twins turned 20. So oh. we had uh, we had dinner for them. And last night I had chili and sushi. And right now the studio smells like a Tijuana outhouse. Glad you're not here. You should be. Or a job site, uh, Portalette, anywhere in America. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Holy cow. If you were here right, right now, the smell in this place would knock a buzzard off a shit wagon, as they say. Knock so a fly off a third truck. Yeah. How's it going, Bob? Going all right. I tried talking to you pre-show, but apparently I'm an idiot, and I don't think I had... I don't know if I was. Yeah, in you, the, didn't. you didn't come in. I was like, well, Bob's in a mood. He's not well, coming you're in. Bro- to say you hi. usually bring me in. And I'm like, hey, well, uh, you're a grown man. Why do I want to bring you in. I was I'm like, because so, I was like, so I've got this many uh, news stories. I've got a few TikToks and uh, yeah. All right. So <laughs> but little, you didn't answer. So I was like, well, maybe he's having one I of those mornings. No, you, you weren't in here. So anyhow, I'm a little nervous because when I went to bring when I went to make the the episode up to, to live stream. The Facebook has like a little X through it. So I don't know if we're live on Facebook or not. I'll and check. I went to the Facebook page to see if we were, if there's any kind of warning, warning to see if we got knocked off of there. Danger. I don't know. So if anybody's watching this on Facebook or it's live on, I mean, should we check it real quick? I don't know. I mean, I guess I could just look at it real quick to see if it's there. I'll, I'll uh, look and see. Uh, Take a look real quick and see if we're on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little nervous. I don't know if we're there or not. It, there. Yep. Yeah, we're live. I don't okay. know. All right, good. All right. All right. Now I feel better. <laughs> Corey says, yeah, you're live. All right. We have uh, zero reactions, uh, zero three-second views. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, at least we're, at least we're, you know what? We're available. What can I tell you? Hold on. I don't like this at all. I like being on that side. It's like, you know, when we podcast, uh, it, it, we're like a married couple. We have a side of the bed. I, <laughs> I need to be on the left side. You know, the other night, right. uh, the other night, my wife was having a meal kind of by herself. I was busy doing other shit in the house and it's kind of how we do it. We don't, we like rarely ever sit down together to eat because we eat different things. And she was in my seat at the dinner table. So I had to kind of take her seat. I, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to join her. I'll make me something real quick. And I, it, was, it felt like, like I was at somebody else's house. It was yeah. so weird not being at my seat at the dinner table. It was very, very, very weird. Did you make <laughs> her get up? Did no. She was like, well, I can move. No, 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 no. Now I'll sit here and be all uncomfortable, my, me she's, being a creature of habit. Well, she's already got her shit there and her drink and her iPad over here. And she, you know, watches YouTube videos and shit while I'm doing my other thing. So occupies her. Gotcha. Anyway. So what are we doing this morning, Bob? What are we talking about? Well, I kind of made a note here. It says, this Joe Rogan shit isn't going away, is it? Well, it's funny you say that, because that's what my first story is. Because <laughs> I knew that it would be your first. So. Of course. Of course. Because. On the top, you know, like. A, I know. mean, okay. So as a podcaster, when Joe Rogan went to go to Spotify, as exclusively Spotify, 
I get it. They were going to pay him $100 million, but he has a boss. And now the boss can do whatever he wants, and people can put pressure on that boss. Now, you and, and I, Bob, we're on Spotify. We didn't get $100 million. And Spotify can take us off. They can they can take our show down, but we can go to Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, and we can be all over the place. We don't, we're not relying on Spotify like Joe is. So all kinds of shit's been going on this weekend with Joe Rogan, and I've been following it like it like it's the election, the presidential election, like it's the Olympics, like it's the Olympics. <laughs> I was listening to Tim Dillon, yeah, and Tim Dillon had Joe Rogan on January tenth. So that was before all this shit started. And I got to tell you, this is what Joe said that that time over on the Tim Dillon podcast. This is from uh, this is from the drop an end bomb in this. <laughs> Hang on a second. I'll get to, I'll get to that in a second. You need a, a dump button. No. Well, we're going to need a dump button, but we don't have a dump button. So <laughs> good because I got to take a dump. <laughs> all right. Me too. Here we go. Honestly, the, the beautiful thing about Spotify has been the lack of censorship. And the yeah. lack of fear of having episodes pulled and all that shit. Spotify has been amazing. And in the beginning, people thought they were going to be worse than YouTube. They've actually, conversely, been so much better. Yeah, there's been so much better. I think that's just because people are always, they terror, they're, they hate f- change. They hate any kind of like new that's right. thing that's happening. And, you know, also it's like they hate they hate someone doing well. So if someone gets some That's big right. crazy deal and they're making all this money, like, oh, it sucks now. I right. used to watch. Now I hate it. Yeah. It's fucking the worst. Sucks. He's it's sold out. Normal. It's normal. Right. All right. So that's what he said on January 10th. That's before all this shit went down. Now, I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. I listen to his podcasts a lot when he's got someone on that I want to listen to. And I listen to every episode because he's got MMI guys on. And every once in a while, he's got I'm some kind of... That, no nature guy on that goes into the woods and eats shit. <laughs> he kills, right. kills everything he eats. And I, I'm just not into that. No. But I like when he sits down and does a show. It's three hours long. They talk it out. I, I I like Joe. And he's a nice guy. And I'll tell you one thing. He's not. He's not an uh, alt-right guy. No. No. So he's never, never really expressed any alignment with that. I mean, he he'll talk about it. But he doesn't align himself with it. Correct. I don't. I don't even know if he believes in God. Like I, that's how much I I listen to him anymore. It's and kind of begin with the his uh, transition over to Spotify. I just uh, it's like to, it's too much of a pain in the ass for me now to you know listen to a show. Well, um, now he's locked in. It, he's you know Spotify's got him by the balls. They can do whatever they want. So far, as of today and as of this morning, I have a story here that I'll get to. Spotify standing behind him. Well, they took down like 70 something episodes of his. All right, well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're ahead of me. Comedian Andrew Schultz was on Twitter and he asked the question, who y'all thinks behind this attack on Rogan and vocal distance it's put a out a tweet thread. I'd like to read it to you. Since you asked and I love your work, I'll tell you. This is a professional political attack. Three Uh waves, one right after the other is not a coincidence. Good spacing, good timing. It's absolutely professional. But who was it, you ask? The video compilation of Rogan saying the N-word, and by the way, I'm not saying the N-word anymore. Because every time you say the N-word, you're just saying, so from now on, 
because of Tim Dillon, and I heard this and I thought this was amazing. From now on, I'm saying Nutella. Nutella, all right? Uh, the compilation of Joe Rogan saying Nutella was dropped by Patriot Takes six days ago. You'll see in the video, in a tweet, in picks one and two, Patriot Takes takes credit for republishing the information in pick two. They take credit is important, and you'll see why shortly. As you can see in their bio, Patriot Takes is partnered with Midas Touch. And this is where it gets interesting. Who is Midas Touch? Well, they are a professional political organization. In fact, they are a Democratic super PAC. More on that in a moment. Run by three brothers, Ben, Brett, and Jordan. All of them worked in media and have expertise in understanding and manipulating media. The most important thing for us is that Brett was the social media manager for Ellen DeGeneres and is an expert editor, which matters because Patriot Takes works with media and it's a safe bet that given their expertise in social media management, the televideo was created by Midas Touch. But we're not done. The Super PAC Political Advocacy, Advocacy Group has a special twist. They may they raise unlimited sums of money for corporations, unions, associations, and individuals. The speed, oh, they spread unlimited sums to overtly advocate for a political candidate or group. So what they're saying here is that this pact or this company, Patriot Takes or Midas Touch, they did this just to show everybody else that they can take down a big name like Joe Rogan. Well, it's like the Neo Young thing. The There's some deep dives and some tinfoil hats put on. In regards to that, his library is owned by BlackRock, who owns roughly 20% of Pfizer. Well, also, the former head of Pfizer was now works for BlackRock. Ta-da. Ta-da. Funny how one hand slaps the other, isn't it? Right. So now they're after Rogan. And first thing they tried was medical inf- misinformation. Oh, he's got medical misinformation. Didn't work. Didn't work. So now what did they do? He said the N-word. God forbid he said the N-word. You know N-word. what's next? Well, he said Nutella. What? You, you know what's next? I would say, I don't know. What's worse than saying the N-word? Sexual misconduct. Sexual mis- Oh, my. Oh, that, that, that guts you. It, it, it you know, causes right. you know, marital problems. You lose your kids. Yeah, he'll have all kinds. of shit and divorce unless you have an ironclad prenup, which I don't know that he did. So what he his big thing was that he was on his show and he said Nutella a, a I don't know how many times. There's a, a list of it out there. Now one of the things he said was that was all out of context, or he was talking about it when he you know when he was talking about somebody else. He never called somebody that or whatever. But there is one time on his podcast where he said he went into Baltimore and when he got out of the car it was like the Planet of the Apes. All right. I get it. All right. I mean, it painted a picture. It mean other things too. It painted a picture. It was like when, um, God, I can't remember the guy who did it, uh, was referring to Barack Obama and called him a cotton picker. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't think he meant that in a, uh, a racial way. It was just, it's just something. No, he's a crazy cotton picker, isn't he? Well, sometimes you know, I'll say it's a thing you say, right? I, I'll and I've said this. I mean, I say this all the time, and I try to stop saying it because I don't mean it in a racial way. But I'll say sometimes I'll say, "Get your cotton picking hands off of my 
whatever. Take your get your you, you have to, my, you know, don't you take my wing or whatever. I get the the adage that of uh ignorance is no excuse for the law, blah, blah, blah. But some people just don't know any better. That not everybody grew up in a large town, like a big metropolis. Not everybody grew up in Gotham being totally aware of every trend, everything that goes on. Some people lived in little towns like me where we didn't get things the day they came out. We got them two years later. I get so, that. But you can't say Nutella anymore. And we know that. But you and I, I both that. know at our age. I mean, when I was younger in the 70s, Look, they said Nutella on TV shows. And it wasn't even a big deal. Uh, yesterday morning, I had made me some uh, you know, French toast and whatnot for breakfast. And I sat there and I turned on the TV in, in my dining area. and uh, Syrup? was no syrup light butter powdered sugar good okay. anyway go ahead i don't do syrup sorry i understand it was smoking and a bandit ah and there okay. was a part where he was in another county that he's he has no jurisdiction in but he uh kind of like ran into the the other county uh their cop their head guy and they're like hey we you know, I'm looking for the sheriff and it was a black guy and he goes, I am the sheriff. And he, and he turns and goes to his, to his son, you know, junior and goes, what's the world coming to? <laughs> and, and it was, I'm like, they didn't edit that out. No, I was surprised no. that they didn't edit that out. Right. It's so. like my favorite movie of all time. Blazing saddles. They, the, that no Nutella is thrown around in that movie, like an adjective, uh, an adverb. I mean, they use it for everything. Well, they claim, you know, now they claim that it was, well, it was white people making fun of other white supremacy type stereotypes, you know? And, and I don't know that that was the case. I think that was just the, uh, societal cloth of the time. That's, you know what I mean? I don't know that it was them going, yeah, racism's funny and, and we're going to show them by doing satire in our movie whatever no i don't know that i don't care blazing saddles to me is the funniest movie i've ever seen it, by bar none to me it's my favorite comedy i mean the whole original one not just the and it might be for the simple fact that they use nutella throughout the movie so anyhow monkey business on twitter sent me a tweet <laughs> that did you did you, you know what i'm talking about Monkey business. Oh, monkey business. Okay, so monkey business sent me a tweet. And there is a liberal progressive show called The Young Turks. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's... as progressive as you can get. Well, there's a clip out there about the Alex Jones of the left. And the Alex Jones of the left. Well, there's a clip out there about them. Here we I go. kind of agree with Alex every now and then. Oh, God, these people are... Ugh. I apologize. I know these are like difficult words to hear, but words like nigger and fag, nigger. You niggers Whoa. are why I lost my job. He only shot a nigger. Run, hey. nigger, run. Nigger, nigger this or nigger that. Okay. Oh so, my God. All right, all right. You cover that Jerry Rice looking nigger. Whatever. Nigger head. What? Nigger. Nigger lake. He canceled his weekend at Niggerhead Ranch. His ranch was called Niggerhead. Fucking Jews and niggers. Nigger lover. Oh. Which is better, nigger. Disavow. It was apparently called niggerhead. Oh, Come no. on. Doing fucking nothing and being a lazy nigger. They were nigger lovers. Jesus. It don't give a nigger time to learn his lesson. White crackers. Yeah. Does that mean that we can say black niggers? There will never be a nigger.
I apologize. I know these are like difficult. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me to your clan meeting, John. Hey, I didn't do it. What? I'm I mean, if they, all they had left to do is to burn a cross and hang a rope. Listen, if they're going to sit there and oh. play Joe Rogan saying it, why can't I go play the video of you, the Young Turks saying it? What? Rules for thee, not for me, man. I don't care. And we, are, we are among the thee. Listen, <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm just showing you that there's other platforms out there that they use that word quite often. Do you think that one that uh, they're going to have? They're going first of all. Do you think that they're going to disavow that video? Young Turks know that's out there now. I'm sure they do. People that that's out there now. I'm sure people are showing them this. And now, are you think they're going to bring this up? They are not. They're not going to touch that third rail, and nobody will come for them because it's on their side. So if it's on the right, then they, you know, they come for That's it. That's right. Yeah. If it's on the left, well, well, they were just using it in a different context, and it's totally cool. That so was Rogan. I know that. I know. That's why I said it's it's rules for thee. Now, the closest person to a black person that was saying all that for you audio listeners. Was one Chinese guy? I'm sorry, Asian. Asian fellow. We don't know that he's Chinese. I he, don't he could know. Be Vietnamese or I could whatever. Be. Right. Asia is a vast place. It is. All right. I'm well, done. Okay. So, do you think um, any of them could be NFL coaches? No, not one of them. All right. Now, I'm sorry, but I tried to clip this story down to where it wasn't so much that I have to read because, well, you know, I'm kind of like you. We don't read good. Yeah. <laughs> but here it goes. Honestly, like all of this is pertinent. So I had to go into it. So the first week of February was supposed to be the beginning of 14 days of hype for the NFL leading up to next weekend's Super Bowl. Hey. Instead, it turned out to be a week of headlines about racial inequality in the league's upper ranks. Well, go figure. We can't just enjoy something. We have to fucking ruin it. On Tuesday, recently fired Miami Dolphins coach Brian Flores, who is black, filed a class action lawsuit against the NFL alleging racial discrimination in hiring processes across the league. Flores told a story about how he sat through an interview for a job he knew he wasn't going to get simply because the team was required to interview a minority candidate, part of the league's Rooney rule. Right. To get more people of color in the coaching ranks. Well, Flores's suit has spawned a lot of discussion about who leads teams in the NFL, the most popular professional sport league in the U.S. The data show a huge racial discrepancy between who plays in the NFL and who coaches there. Uh, in 2021, about 71% of the players in the NFL were people of color. Now, that is race other than white, while only a quarter were white. According to the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sport at the University of Central Florida, Jesus Christ, could you pick a shorter title, please? <laughs> the races of the other 4% weren't disclosed or specified, yet currently only three men of color have head coaching jobs. Well, it was four till they fired Brian Flores. Do you blame them? Because, I mean, Miami didn't exactly, they had an okay year, but not great, so... And they also have a, a new starting quarterback. Give him a chance. He's a freaking rookie. <sighs> new York Jets, Robert Sala, Pittsburgh's Mike Tomlin, and Washington's Ron Rivera. Those are the three. The majority of the NFL's head coaching jobs, 24 of them, are held by white men. There are five vacancies as well. 
And that isn't a one-year momentary aberration. The past 10 years have shown a very similar pattern in head coaching hires. From 2012 to 2021, there were 62 head coaching hires in the league, and 51 of those jobs, 82%, went to white men, according to the NFL's 2021 Diversity and Inclusion Report. Why do they have a diversity and inclusion report? The other 11 jobs went to men of color. Almost done. In the general manager's offices where head coaching hiring decisions are made, the numbers look almost exactly the same. Of 37 general manager positions filled in that period, 31 went to white men. That's about 84%. Well, how, how, what's the, are we still at 13% black in this country? Because I I don't know. If it's 84% white hires, that's pretty close to what it is. So anyway, almost done. The six others went to men of color. One big question is what's behind the pattern. And if you look closely at the numbers, you can see the depth of the forces underlying it. First, there's an issue of the candidate pool. Head coaching jobs generally go to those who previously held head coaching jobs, a group that is obviously predominantly white, or to one of those coordinators who manage a team's offense or defense. And a look at the same 2012 to 21 period shows that those jobs also go to usually go to white men, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So, okay. So here's the deal with this guy from Miami. He is, he's just butthurt that he got fired. I mean, he's pulling out all the stops and you know what? He just ruined his career because he's not a team player. And I'll tell you why, because now he's saying that the owner told him the owner was going to give him a hundred thousand dollars per loss so they could get a good draft pick. He's saying this about black. Okay. How many, okay. Take the kickers and the punters out of the game. All right. Take them out. How many white people are playing in the NFL versus people of color? I'll I'll tell you what, not many. All right. So if they want to do this about coaching, then I want to do this on the field. How about this? I want 50% of all NFL players to be white. Let's do that. How about this? Not only let's take it a step further. How about the ball gets thrown to the white guy more often too? Right. Yeah. Why don't we do that? And I'm being, I mean, let's just go all the way with it, John. I'm being, uh, listen, I'm, I don't really believe that. This is what I believe. I want the best players on the field. I don't give a shit what color they are. I don't care if they're black, Samoan. I don't care if they're white, whatever. I don't care. I want the best players. You want it like your Supreme Court. You want the most qualified. The uh, most qualified. And they're doing the job. Right. I don't want any kind of quotas in there or anything else. I want it to be the best player because I want to watch a good game and I want to see the best players play. Now, as far as coaching goes, you think that the, the team wouldn't want to hire a person of color if they felt that they were qualified? They would love to do that. That would give them so much cred and so much. I mean, it would give them so much social justice if that happened. Yeah. The thing is that they, I guess they don't, they don't either, they don't uh, do well or they don't interview well. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. Well, do you think there's really like an interview, like a sit down? Yeah. Okay. So, um, how long have you been coaching? It says here, uh, you coached, uh, high school in 2003. And like, do you think that's really a thing? Do you, th- or, I mean, well, yeah, okay. So I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. So the Philadelphia Eagles used to have a running back back in the day called Deuce Staley. Deuce Staley, nicest guy. And he was the running back coach for the Eagles forever, ever. 
and he did a great job with the running backs. And then, and then a super nice guy, Deuce Staley is. But when you know he was there so long, they didn't make him offensive coordinator. He wanted to move up. So what they did was they made him assistant head coach, which was basically just a title to pay him more and keep him there from going to anywhere else. Well, when they fired Doug Peterson, they didn't even give him an interview. And they knew him. All right. He worked there. He was a player. He worked there as a runner. They knew him and they knew he wasn't head coach material. So what did he do? He got upset and he left. He went to the Chicago Bears. So the Chicago Bears fire their coach. Did they interview Deuce Staley? They did not. So then Deuce left and he went to the Detroit Lions. Now, listen, I'm a fan of Deuce Staley. He's just not head coach material. Let's say Nick Saban decided to throw his hat in the ring to get an NFL coaching job. I'm not saying he's going to, I, I think he loves doing college ball. I think he's done NFL and doesn't want to do it. But if he did one of the winningest coaches ever in college ball, do you think that they're going to, well, we can't hire you, bud. Cause you know, we got to hire somebody of color. They're going to snag him up pretty quick. They're the offensive coordinator for the Kansas city chiefs. I think he would be an excellent hire. As head coach, you know, he basically runs Andy Reid's offense. And I think they should give him a look. Uh, he's been an offensive coordinator now for I don't know how many years. But the, here's the basic thing is they should definitely give him a shot at being a head coach. The thing is, every head coach gets a contract for five years. And at about, I don't know, three to five million a year. And that's guaranteed. So if they hire, <laughs> there's, there's a good one in the chat. If they hire him and he's a bust after a year, they still have to pay out his contract and hire another coach, which is another. But that, again, the NFL bleeds money. I mean, it, it just they make so much money. So it really shouldn't even matter. But for some reason it does. And, it, and again, not every coach that in the NFL that's white is a great coach. Urban Meyer is a perfect example. Yes. You know, he was. Up. Yeah. So he was fired from the Jaguars. And who did they hire? The ex, uh, the ex coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Doug Peterson. What's nuts is that he, he was only there for one season. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to get paid. Right. He's going to get paid the rest of his contract. He's going to, he's going to sit home yeah. for the next four years and get paid. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But this, this thing with the coach from Miami, he is now the Colin Kaepernick of NFL coaches. It's everything. It's racism. It's this. It's that. And nobody wants to touch him now. You know why? Because he's a troublemaker. Racism. Yeah, he's a troublemaker. Racism. <laughs> Sorry. It's the best thing that guy ever did. <laughs> it, it is. It is. And I've I have watched that show and tried to. You know what? Out of all these guys, I want to like him the most. Like you can do, you know, some, I don't know if others do that, but when you're watching like say four guys on the damn screen, you're like, you know what, which one of these would I drink a beer with? Probably him. He's, he's weird, but I think that's one of the redeeming qualities about him. You know, he wears his hair in pigtails. He looks like he's wearing lipstick a little bit. Got a you bunch of guitars hanging in the background. He's got a turntable. We got common interests here, man. You would go into an Alabama bar with him and get a drink. No, no, I we have to do that so. at home. And unless he took the, uh, <laughs> unless he left the scrunchie on the vanity in the bathroom, because we we don't do that here with pigtails, right? Not men, anyway. So I want to bring something up here, but I was afraid to do it. Have you been watching the Olympics? No, because I 
from what I knew, we weren't going to fully participate, whatever you want to call it. There was some kind of a like boycott going on or something. I don't know. I don't care about it anyway. Never have cared about it. Well, this gentleman was on the mogul course and uh, it didn't work out well for him. He is ragged up. That looks like a snap neck. Hey, he finished. He he made it across the finish line. And he slides to a stop. He's done. He's out. I know he's out cold. I mean, he ragdolled across the finish line. But holy mackerel did his head hit hard. And he was lights out. And then just kind of slithered on down to the old finish line. There's a bunch of them this year from skating and skiing. Hey, do you know why I don't do that shit? What, skiing? Because not any of that shit. Because I don't want to break my fucking neck. That's why. Yeah, it never made sense to me to strap sticks to your feet and go down a slippery hill. Like, I don't even run because I'm like, I'll just screw that up too. I'm just going to try to keep one foot in front of the other one at a time, baby. I swear, I saw this video and I, I keep meaning, every time I see it, I keep meaning to clip it to bring it in here. It's two fat guys having a running race on a basketball court and the one guy barely makes it to the half court before he falls down. I saw oh, it was one of those like fail army compilations. I saw that one yesterday. Yeah. He, yeah. He's the, I was trying to guess which one was going to go down. That was why I, I kept, I was like this. I usually go ass, you know, that shit, you know, but the um, white guy. it was, yeah, there were, there were two guys and I guess the bigger one went down. I didn't see that coming for some reason. I thought it would be the other guy, but nope. So what wasn't in the video, because that was just like a clip, was when he fell down, he tried to get back up and he rocked himself to sleep. (laughs) Hey, uh, are you a fan of Michael Rappaport? No, I can't stand that guy. I don't like how he's trying to use TikTok to make himself remain, you know, relevant. Not that he's ever been fucking relevant ever. You'll love this. I, I hate this guy. You know, this whole crap with this cancel culture and the... Shut up. Shit. Shut the fuck up. Nobody wants oh, to hear it. Fucker. You've been talking all fucking week. You don't care what you have to say. Just stop talking. You got me right in my fucking head, right, asshole. Stop. Was that still like a guy walking by him? Yeah, it just hit him with a snowball. See, I, I... Sorry, I'm not allowed to admit this, but screw it. I saw that video. And... <laughs> <laughs> and and I thought that that was just one of his buddies that was just messing with him. You think? I don't know. I Well, no, because then that would mean that I'm going to admit that I think that he has friends. I understand that. But I think there would have been a maybe this could have been a fake. But the guy hit him with a snowball that that is not in doubt. If that's just a random dude, don't you? You know, you Michael's not a tiny guy. He could, no, I'm not saying he could fight, but, he, you know. Definitely go after somebody. Like you can see right there. Ooh. That's the. the That that nailed him pretty good. See, I didn't catch that part. Yeah, look. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, and it got all over his camera. That's what did it. That's what happens when a big giant meteorite hits Earth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you're, I'm sorry, if you're watching or if you're listening to this later, I'm doing this frame by frame. That's a great shot right there. That's a good pick. That's a good shot. So, anyhow. Yeah, he's sitting there and he's talking about cancel culture and then with this cancel culture and the 
Shut up. <laughs> Shit. Shut the fuck up. Nobody wants oh, to hear it. Fucker. You've been talking He's all right. week. No, nobody cares. Just stop talking. You got me right in my fucking head, right, asshole. Stop. I saw a clip this morning. I guess he was hanging out with Dice. Somebody hit him in the fucking head with a snowball. Oh, and I guess Dice was outside. He doesn't smoke, but he has, you know, one like, oh, he's like hanging out of his lips. That's not lit. You Who, know? Dice? Yeah. Now? Yeah. He quit smoking. I thought he still he quit a long time ago, but he still has. He has one of those longer ones. I, I do the 80 millimeter. He does the 100s and he's got the Virginia got the long hanging, on his, yeah. hanging out of his lips like this all the time. Right. And uh, I guess Michael comes out and starts getting on to him. I don't know. Whatever. I love Dice. I hate that other guy. So if he's in a video, I fucking scroll right past. Okay. Um, I got a little. You have a power cleanser? Well. No. This I'm one on ahead of you. This one's this one had me going. You know, mm, I like to punch people in the face. I, I do, and I don't care what his sexual preference is. It's kind of obvious here, but here we go. Somebody please explain to me why my supermarket, Ralph's, finds it necessary to hire a security guard in the store that carries a firearm. What do they think is being shoplifted at the supermarket such that it requires a security guard with a firearm? Okay, now, so maybe swallowing what? sperm makes you stupid. I don't know. But here's the thing, guy. Or taking it in the butt. Maybe. Either or. Here's the thing. Maybe he's carrying a firearm in case somebody comes in with a firearm and starts shooting innocent people like you, moron. I mean, would this guy really be shoot innocent? A shoplifter? Would he it's, really be innocent? What's I mean, that? I'm sure he's guilty of a lot of things. But not shoplifting. And the thing is, if he's in there and somebody decides to bring in a gun and start shooting up the place... He's got a gun to return fire. I have seen armed security that they didn't look like any, they could really do anything. It's more of a, a visual than anything else. Like on a good day, my mom could probably fucking take them out, but they're there. And it was usually in areas of town that kind of need that sort of thing. But if you go across town to the same store, that's across town in a, a better neighborhood, you don't see that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yes. Well, Bob, you know what this is? And this, I can't believe this is happening. But now it is time for an elevator story. Oh, Lord. So back when I was working in modernization, we had a housing project, which was one of the most disgusting places I've ever worked in my entire life. It was so bad in there that as we were working, each team had to have an armed security guard with us. That was in the contract. We had to have an armed security guard. Did the cockroaches wear slippers? <sighs> they were huge. Matter of fact, they were so big, we used to put wire, wire tags on them with numbers so we knew which ones they were. We yeah, you could write them. them. Hey, carry my tool bag for me. I'm not lying, Bob. They were so big, they flew. They they were over. Well, those are called they, palmetto bugs. Or, I don't yeah, know what or, they were. Or wood they roaches. Were, yeah. They were huge. It was horrible. It was, it was the most disgusting place. I, and that's, well, I digress. So we're sitting at lunch one day, and one of the mechanics was sitting there talking to the security guard and he found out that the security guard has a gun on his side, right? He's armed. The problem is it's a fake gun. They're not allowed to carry, but they put a fake gun on just to look like they have a gun. And I'm like, 
What the hell? So we called Doesn't the that invite. Doesn't that invite? I mean, that would invite. Well, here's the thing. He knows he's got a fake gun. So if anything goes down, what do you think he's going to do? Is Throw he going to try him. to protect us? No, he's no. going to take the no, fuck he's going to turn tail and run. Yeah, he's going to run. So we have no protection. So we ended up calling the union. The union came down, found out all the guys on the job had no guns, weren't, weren't, did not have permits to carry guns. We were all taken off the job until they could hire security guards who were actually allowed to carry a weapon. And then we were taken and we were put back on the job again. But that's the same kind of bullshit is if who knows if that gun's even real, but it's there as a deterrent. Like if someone sees a gun, they might not pull a gun. But well, if something goes down, the first guy running out the back door is that security guard. Just like you've got elevator stories, I've got, and I don't have a song, so I'll just do this. Courtesy clerk stories. Back when I used to bag groceries. How about that? Yes, I was working at a Kroger here back when I was like 18, 19. And all of the management and a couple of like the the bigger cashiers were kind of going around and like I could tell that you know what's going on they were looking down these aisles they were kind of they were all talking to each other you know hand signals and shit i knew that they had a guy there's a guy back there in the meat department stuffing just meat down his all down his pants and in his coat like hundreds of dollars worth of meat back then that was a lot of meat and um i think ground uh, beef back then was like 99 cents a pound so anyway this guy sure enough ran when he got towards the front he ran for the door well i decided to go over and act like i was you know wrangling buggies and as he went by me i tripped him and his head went into the <laughs> the glass door we had the doors that kind of opened this way right his head went into the door cracked the glass he was out cold now so that- the cops came see i we legally couldn't touch him so i just made him trip and that area isn't on camera i knew that so I did it there and his head went into the glass. He was out cold and he got busted for it. So, well, back then you were allowed to take down a shoplifter. You were allowed to grab them mm. and hold them until the police came. N- no, no, mm. not down in Alabama mm. or Florida. No, and, or uh, you were. When I, uh, I jockeyed a cash register at a gas station when I was, uh, 21 and I had, uh, three guys come in right before I closed. We closed at 11 o'clock at night and it was in a rough area of town and they had come in and you know, my name was white boy. So what a white boy White boy. I'm watching them. They're stuffing things down their pants. They're, you know, they're wearing like loose kind of like jogging pants. <laughs> and I was like, man, fuck this shit. I took the keys, went over to the door, locked it. Fucking. Now you can't up, leave. Hey, hey man, what you doing? And I took my keys and I threw them back behind the counter, like way back there where I'd have to really hunt for them to get them. I had a, a little bat, about this long reached down and I smacked the fucking counter with it. And I said, you know, y'all ain't getting out of here till all that shit gets put right here on this fucking counter. And they're like, man, what you talking about? One of them pulled his jogging pants down. No underwear. Thanks for that one. And all this shit falls out like Twinkies and candy. Back then they used to have the low price off brand smokes up front here where you could just grab them. Like you didn't have to ask for them. They were right here on the front of the register counter. A couple of guys uh, had those down their pants. I was just like, so then I, I went and got the key and I opened it. I said, get the fuck out. And they left. I, I was glad I didn't get my ass kicked that night. But at the same time, 
I told my manager the next day and they said, you're not allowed to do that. I said, what do you mean? They said, you were not allowed to lock that door. Don't ever do that again. They want to walk out of here. You let them walk out of here, but you do not lock that door. You're not legally allowed to detain them. Right. That's kidnapping. And, and that's what you did. <laughs> that's kidnapping. <laughs> Here's the thing. The, the biggest foul, the biggest crime, is that all that shit that was down there, that pants, you put it back on the shelves again and somebody else bought it. Well, it's like this, <laughs> John. Once they, once they learn that they can come in there and do that shit while you're there, they're going to keep coming in there and do that shit while you're there. Well, and I, I wanted to put the fucking squash on that shit. Well, that's what's happening all over now. People are allowed in some of these shithole democratic cities. You know, they have it where if it's under $900, it's not even a crime. Yeah. So why buy anything? Why not just go in and just steal everything? There's a uh, video of a guy just walking right out of a, a Walmart with a bunch of shit in his hands. And he walks right through the door. There's a, a like a door attendant there at Walmart. And they're like, did you have a receipt? And he just keeps walking, goes out into the damn vestibule. And he sees cops right out front, like four cop cars just hanging out right there at the entrance. And he stops. He drops the bags and he's like hanging out like I'm just waiting for somebody, you know, and, and the cops come in and just grab his ass. And they're like, what did you think you were going to do here, buddy? So they got That's him. What needs to be done. Yeah, we need to do. We need to start doing that now. But again, law enforcement, where they're the bad guys. Everything yeah, that gets stolen, we end up paying for. You think companies are taking that on the chin in their profits? No, they raise the oh, price. That's so awesome that you bring that up. It's like you knew I had a story. That's what I do, Bob. <clears throat> oh, talent, okay. Bob. Well, this one I wrote. Despite record profits yet again for Amazon, they missed their Q4 profits goal just by this much. Oh. So Bezos says you all have to pay more for Prime. Yeah, now, that's true. I, I did some math, so this is probably wrong. This is boomer bunker math here. Amazon gets uh, $20.64 billion a year, roughly, by my math, from its 172 million subscribers. Uh, that's reported from December 2021. Those are boomer bunker numbers uh, since I went with the reported number of people that have prime times the annual rate. Now that's going up. The new rates of $15 a month or $139 a year will make that current subscriber base kicking in a boomer bunker estimate of over $24 billion annually. New rates kick in after March 25th or a new account created after February 18th. So yeah, stick it to old Bezos and pay before then, I guess. Here's what they say you get versus what I actually get. Now they say you get free two-day, next-day, or same-day shipping. It's been since the lockdowns of covid what was that march april 2020 mm -hmm. since i've had anything come to me from amazon in two days i have never and i i don't order a gross amount of shit but i order two three things a month maybe four things the other day i ordered uh, i think three or four different orders and i guarantee that none of them are going to get here till the end of this week and that's not today sorry Okay. Free grocery delivery via Amazon Fresh. Well, I live five minutes outside of town, so I'm too far. I'm out of their delivery area, so I don't get that. Discounts at Whole Foods. Well, I walked around Whole Foods. Now, their discounts are, they make things actually seem like real-world prices. So those, that is an actual benefit, but my nearest Whole Foods is like 12 miles away. I'm not going to go there just... I'm not going to drive that far for groceries. 
free streaming via Prime Video. Do you use Prime Video at all? Yes. I have yet to find anything on there that wasn't a piece of shit. You know what I started watching the other day that was on Prime? It's amazing. Do you remember the show um, Mad Mad About You? Mad About You. Mad About You with uh, Helen Hunt and Paul Mm -hmm. Reiser. Yeah, that's on there. And I started watching them and they're very funny and uh, amazing. And what I noticed was that was Seinfeld before Seinfeld. That's what you do when you can't get Meg Ryan. You go to Helen Hunt. That's right. She's the poor man's Meg Ryan. (laughs) Also, you get free magazines and books via prime reading. Well, I'm with John on the I don't read books, Andrew. So don't read books, Bob. Unlimited photo storage on Amazon photos. No. I have my personal private information collected by enough. I don't need to add to it. Like, because you know that they analyze that shit. They're like, oh, look, Bob bought a new car. Oh, look, Bob got him a virtual pinball machine. Oh, look, Bob has a dog. So now we need to market him dog food and dog medications and all this other Um, shit. Okay. Oh, sorry. I get all this. All right. So here's the big question. Are you going to stop your Amazon prime? Are you going to get rid of it? Oh, well, it's going up to one thirty nine a year. I don't know. Mine renews on Christmas Day, oddly enough. So, yeah, so you're good until Christmas. You don't have yeah. to until Christmas. I tried to cancel it this last Christmas. I canceled it. All right. Turned it to not auto subscribe. I removed all payment methods from Amazon, removed them, deleted them off my account. And then I on the three cards that I had on there, I blocked Amazon purchases on there. Amazon hit those cards roughly 20 times, and one of them finally let it through. Are you shitting me? I'm not making that up. My wife couldn't believe it. I was just like, look, here they are. Because I would get roughly three emails a day, one for each card, saying "Uh, your Amazon Prime payment could not be processed. Okay, so again, I'm stupid. So couldn't you go, say, to Amazon Prime and say, hey, listen, I turn all this off. I could call them and complain. I could call the card company, but you know what? It gives me something to bitch about. Oh, Um, okay. Well, at least that's worth $100 and whatever, $15. I'm I'm not one. Well, like like, uh, my wife, she Patreoned. I forget. I don't know if it's Dave's Patreon or my Patreon, whatever, for a dollar, right? I deleted all of her shit. I don't know, November. And she just got hit uh, this last week again for another dollar, even though her PayPal has been removed as a method of payment, and which was the only one on her Patreon account. So why don't you call? I understand it's it, but dollar. it's the Fuck it. If it happens again, yeah, I'm going to call. But it's a dollar. I'm not going to involve half an hour on the phone are arguing with somebody who sounds like Andrew in the last episode, he was on with us, you know? So you're just, instead of doing that, you're just going to bore our audience for 15 minutes. Okay. Elevator man. (laughs) You know what? Just to be able to say that was worth a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend that you're it for, is it time for a donut joke? You're driving by me and I'm right. this guy driving in his car. He's telling somebody fuck off. It's a dash cam pulls out a gun as they pass him. There they go. And blamo. Wouldn't that take out the windshield? I guess not. I don't know. Um,
So, yeah, um, apparently he thought that they were going to shoot at him as they drove by. So he fired yeah, as well. Think, God, first of all, I don't know. Have you ever shot out of a car? Have you Never. ever shot out of a car? Never. First of all, the, the the how loud it is, it pierces your ears. I mean, it's the it's the loudest thing you've ever heard. I mean, it actually hurts. It it feels like someone punched you. And for him to shoot that many times, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's true, but and then where how come the windshield doesn't crack? He shot through well, the windshield. It probably did. Well, I don't know because his dash cam looks like it's mounted to the windshield underneath of the rearview mirror. So you see, if you look up at the top of the of his image, there it right. has looks like the back of the rearview mirror. So I I don't know, man. Maybe they just went right through it. Maybe. But okay, let's say the bullets don't hit them. Aren't isn't it going to go through the car and into whatever else is that direction? I mean, <laughs> well, again, is that not a thought. This is I go back to I keep going back to the thing that they're gotta be if you own a gun there has to be some kind of training for this kind of stuff and then people like this i mean this happened in miami so who this, knows? this would be more of a background check issue <laughs> you know what I mean? because this guy's obviously not his his first rodeo and i don't know that he obtained that firearm through legal channels all right but the guy okay so the guy does this and he has a camera in his car so he basically Films himself committing yeah, a crime. Pretty much. How, who? How did they get this video? Did the cops come up and see this? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I have more questions than answers for this. I mean, is that a deep fake? Did this guy do this? No, I think his lawyer gave that to him. I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But well, it does I, make sense, John, these days. None of it. None I of guess. it. I, I guess. I guess. There was a, this was a couple of years ago. There was a guy, you know how, when you're trying to get, they're doing road work and they go down to one lane and then mm -hmm. they're starting to merge. And then mm -hmm. some guy, lady wouldn't let this guy in a pickup truck. He pulled a gun out and shot her in the head, killed her. And then she stopped, you know, she just slumped over and the car stopped. And then he just got in front of her and just took off. Well, did he make it to where he was going on time? Uh, apparently yes, but then he was promptly arrested because, oh, apparently there was a cam focused on the, the construction right. and they saw it happen oh. and they got the tag number hmm. and then he was arrested, prosecuted, yeah. and now he's in jail for the rest of his life for first degree murder, huh. no, second degree, secondary, because it was not pre-planned. It was just like a rage, a rage murder, Bob. I wonder if. Like when they're on their way to get Chow in jail, if he's in a rush then too, and he nudges people out of the way, move motherfucker. You know, hey, does he get it? Did he get his ass beat or does he just sit there and wait? Let yeah. the other people go in front yeah, of him. Yeah. Good question. Hmm. Good, good question. So I don't really want to go into the thing in Canada, but you kind of know what's going on with that. The truckers and all that and blah, 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 vaccine mandates. All right. Well, yeah, uh, actually. Canadians, for the first time in forever, they actually have a set of balls. And I would like to see the same thing happen in the United States, to be quite honest with you. What's going on with our truckers? Why are our truckers such a bunch of pussies? Why isn't why aren't our truckers going to to uh Washington and sitting around Washington blocking up the streets and shit? Honking. Oh, look at that. 
What? Big old roll-off dumpster full of rocks. Oh, they did? That they're going to left like that. A pile of rocks. They think that we're going to be violent with that. They think that uh, we're going to be violent. That's exactly what I want to say. Exactly. That's it, brothers. Yeah, Share the that's truth. Bad. That's, bad. that's really fucking bad. That's like giving. Yeah. So basically, so do they're doing the same. Oh, first of all, they're doing the same shit that they did with Antifa because Antifa. During the riots. They, well, they did that during the Black Lives Matter riots, all that stuff. Yeah, they take one guy and they send him up there with a Confederate flag or a Nazi flag and they have him walk around and they blame that on the truckers when it's basically just a, you know, a bad actor up there from the from the left. Here's the issue. Canada is the government in Canada is scared to death because they just hit a hornet's nest with a rake. They just pissed off the truckers. That's in Ottawa. The the border crossing between Montana and Alberta, they've had a standoff up there where they're blocking the trucks are blocking the border and they're not letting people in and out. Wow. Here's the thing. If truckers got together and decided that they were going to just stop delivering and everything, they could bring Canada and the United States to their knees within yep. a week. Yeah. With a week. Because the the yep. shelves, the stores would empty out. There'd be no no trucks coming in with food. Yep. And people would and there would be a big giant riot. It's also an issue. I mean, we get a lot of uh lumber from there. We get a lot of shit from Canada that we kind of need. That's why we get it from them. Right. And the thing, what what are they talking about here? And and again, that pussy, Justin yep. Trudeau, is he's hiding somewhere and he comes out and he starts for the first thing he does is he says that they're uh racist, uh again, all the same bullshit. Why don't you debate it on the merits of what they're talking about they're in a box they're going from one place to another and because there's a fucking invisible line there they can't come back because they're not vaccinated this is just a power play and that's only but it's only cool to to do that on an airplane what are you talking about pack a bunch of unvaccinated or vaccinated people doesn't matter whether or not you're vaccinated john let's just get past that part right and then put a cloth mask on it does nothing and yeah, then but an impact 200 of you into an airplane, that's totally cool. But one person totally alone in the cab of their truck, no. Right. Forbidden. Yeah. And and they still think, and this is the thing that cracks me up in Canada, they still think that everybody's vaccinated, and if everybody wears their mask, COVID's going to go away. It's not going away. It's here forever. Yep. Learn to live with it. Yeah. We're, we Everybody's got to learn to live with it. Those are going to die from it are going to die from it. I, I, it's just the way it is. I felt you like you can do about it anymore. You can hide like I do. You know, you can sit here in a bunker and not go yeah, anywhere. We went, we went to grocery store the other day and um, wife and I did just to pick up a couple things. It was Publix. And there was an entire family that were all masked up. The kids, the little, you know, four-year-old, like five-year-old, they were masked up and off masks. Dad was ma- masked up, just right. Re- yeah, cloth, regular. They weren't like medical masks or anything. They're just, just cloth. You know, they had like Spider Man on them and SpongeBob, whatever. And the dads and mom. might as well have a fucking screen on there. And it's like I looked at them with such. I felt bad for them that they're that afraid. Well, let them be afraid. Afraid. I don't listen. I don't I, judge I felt, anybody. I didn't make fun of them. I saw them coming slowly down the aisle. Me and my wife, we just got over and just kind of kept our distance because I don't want to make them uncomfortable because I'm not masked. So I just let him go by and I looked at that dead in the eye and I tried to pass the message of, sorry, bro. 
Sorry that you're so fucking scared of a cold. Well, hey, well, now that you're bringing that up, I already got something queued ready to rock and roll. So the current situation is this. If you have COVID and you end up in the hospital, you're put on a rigid protocol and there is high mortality rate in the hospital and your family is kept in the dark as to what's happening. So what's going on here? Number one, the CARES Act is providing bonus payments to hospitals whenever you have a diagnosis of COVID. And then number two, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services is waiving patient rights. This is a deadly combination. So here's what happens. You get a payment because you offer a free COVID test in the emergency room. You get a boost payment if you have a diagnosis of COVID. Number three, you get another bonus payment if you are admitted with COVID. Number four, you get another bonus payment if you're put on remdesivir. Number five, another bonus payment if you're put on a mechanical ventilator. Number six, another 20% bonus if the diagnosis on your death certificate says COVID, even though you may not have died from COVID. And then number seven, there's bonus payments to coroners. Do you understand the gravity of what's happening right now? The Biden administration is literally paying hospitals to kill you. That's what's happening. This is terrible. We need to stop that. These are real human lives we're talking about. They're priceless. It's estimated at about $100,000 per patient is what the hospital's getting. Think about that. Ladies and gentlemen, the real news of right now continues. I mean, I've been talking about the majority of what he says. I've been reading it and talking about that uh, since this shit began. Now, when the ventilator thing came up, that's when kind of became more obvious you know that was probably april may 2020 when you know ventilator deaths it was like 80 percent of those who get ventilated die and then it came out about the thirteen thousand dollar payment if you treat somebody with COVID at a hospital the the incentives from the government and a thirty nine thousand dollar payment if you're ventilated so that's why everybody is scrambling trying to get fucking ventilators built and put together so that because there was so much goddamn money to be made i mean there was a, a video of a guy who sold them right and it was a undercover kind of a, a video and he's there doing his pitch look man they're 10 grand right now but you'll make that back on its first use jesus christ i, I mean again i don't i mean it's a tiktok doctor i mean he's got he's got a doctor's coat well, on that, well that was no that wasn't he didn't make that whoever put that on tiktok did not necessarily make the video they just uploaded it you know what i mean and i i looked for the original source video but there was very little information to go there go on to find the original video i, I that's why i got a question so right, anyway, I names i got a video kind of the same thing but this is uh, senator ron johnson and he held a uh, a committee meeting with a bunch of doctors overall where's he uh where does he rain from i think he might come out of texas okay i'm not 100 percent sure where where uh, Senator Johnson comes from. Boy, his mom and dad could have just made it Rod, not Ron. Rod Johnson. Yeah. That'd be Big a, Rod a Johnson. Name. All right. So uh, he's having a meeting and he has, we know you can go to C-SPAN and find this video. 
Okay. So we know. And then he's talking to the doctors that are trying to treat this on the front lines and they're having a hell of a time because the government and the medical society are pulling licenses. But uh, here you go. Those of you who have utilized this cornucopia of cheap, generic, repurposed drugs, have any of your patients had an adverse reaction to ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, I mean, just, just you know, budesidine, has, Dr. Cole? No. Um, I've treated 400 patients. Not a single one's gone to the hospital. Not a single one's died. Half of those were elderly, comorbid, high risk. The only thing that's happened as an adverse reaction is I've lost a third of my business because insurance con uh, contracts have pulled away from me for unprofessional conduct for using these dangerous drugs, ivermectin, for the which my patients have had no adverse reactions. I've treated 500,000 patients or diagnosed 500,000 patients diagnostically in my career. I have not had one single complaint against me. I have four complaints against licenses in four different states for saving lives. So the adverse reaction from these drugs is being attacked for being a good doctor. That's the bad uh, adverse reaction. And I know many of my colleagues on this panel as well. So when you hear that, right, you, you believe it, right? You can see that these guys have, you know, credentials. Correct. But if you take away your knowledge of their credentials, the information becomes a little more, is that real, right? If you weren't able to know that that was a senator and that True. was a doctor, right? You know, just two guys talking. You wouldn't right. think you, you wouldn't believe it. You would lend a little skepticism to it, right? So what you're saying is that I don't believe that guy because he's black. No, you don't Your believe guy? that guy, but you <laughs> you don't believe that guy, but you believe the other absurd shit. It's it's so absurd that it's unfucking believable. But because they have credentials, you're okay. Well, they know what you're talking about. There's, well, it's real. The shit. gentleman's been treating patients with ivermectin with hydro right. whatever hydroxychloroquine they've been treating people and they've had success with this and what happens is that uh they pull patients they can't get paid medicare goes after them why why if this works so well why this is what doesn't make sense to me it's never made sense to me and till the day i die again there's something going on here and it's not about COVID and it's not about this disease. This disease could have been over last year if they would have let these, these drugs rolled out and they would have treated this early. This thing would have been over. Would have been such a big deal. But they, now they've scared. I can't. They, they want to quit paying for Medicaid. They want to quit paying for damn social security. They want to all this dead weight off of their, off of their roles. So there, there's your reason. They want all the uh, fats in the olds gone period. I mean, you know, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you're, you're going to need, you're going to need a pallbearer for your urn. Jesus Christ. That was a low blow. I'm sorry. Pallbearer for my urn. Not a pallbearer, a hand truck. No, Come that on, was Bob. a good joke though. Was it sucked? Fuck hand you. Truck. That shit was funny. Hand truck's funny. Pallbearer, not funny. All right. Fuck you. That shit's hilarious. Doesn't doesn't everybody kind of weigh the same? I mean, if if you're an adult, everybody kind of their ashes weighs the same, something like eight pounds or something like that. I don't know. I've never really picked up anybody. And then again, they burn well, the I box. Have. I have you, they put the they burn the box up with you in it too. They just don't throw the body in there. They put it in a pine box. So they burn the pine box up with you. I watched Ozark. They roll them right in on on a damn conveyor thing. Just. I mean, they don't no box. box no box no box okay maybe you're you right watch I don't Ozark. 
I only watched the very first one. I couldn't take it after that. Oh, it's a girl. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, four four just came, just began. They got the first, I think, like six or seven episodes up. And we began watching uh, episode one the other night, and we were both tired. So we got like halfway through it and like, eh, we're going to go to bed. Pause yeah, it. I, so. I don't know. The first episode was amazing. It could have been just a movie. It's 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 a good show. No, there's so much going on in that show, dude. It's It's one of the few shows that I really do enjoy. I might have to go back and try to watch that. It. And I enjoy better call Saul. Cause I loved breaking bad. Have you seen justified? Have you watched justified? No. That's a no. Fox show. You probably like that too. Really? Yeah. No. That's probably I, on the same I hate commercial. So it's hard for me to watch TV. Well, um, let me see where, what is that on? I, I have, I got rid of Netflix and now what I have is Hulu and I pay for Hulu TV Yeah, and I pay for no ads. So yeah. if it's been on before and you pay for it, you get no ads. You just watch it right through. I and need to go crazy. back. I need to catch up on Letter Kenny. So Letter Kenny's good. I enjoy Letter Kenny. I love that my wife hates that show because they talk so foul in there, and she's she's a little bit prude when it comes to that stuff. But um, really, yes. Well, she's even though I kind of talk, I don't necessarily talk like that, like at that you know level. But I get yeah, I, I say some pretty rotten shit. So on letter, Kenny, I get a kick out of the bartender, Gail. <laughs> she's, she's her and the, is it Stuart, the black haired drug mm-hmm. addict guy? Those two characters just creep me out. And his little gay little buddy. They right. just, they seem like on totally unbelievable characters. The rest of them seem like they're fucking believable. What about yeah. pastor? What about the gay pastor? He seems know. believable too <laughs> for a small <laughs> town, you know? I guess. Did you ever watch or Listen to K. Trevor Wilson's comedy before he was on that show. No. Uh, he's kind of funny. You know? I, he's now, the big time burly guy. He's the. Oh, 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 oh. he's a uh, squirrely Dan. Squirrely Dan. Yeah. Squirrely he's, Dan. um, he, you know, he's the guy who like pluralizes everything. Yeah. Everything has an S on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely correct. Yes. Um, this yeah, is I, another. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think you'd really enjoy Justified. It's about a ranger. Uh, who has to go back to his hometown, which is, you know, in the backwoods of Kentucky. Yeah. Where there's like a lot of nonsense going on and he knows everybody. And it's a very, very good, it's four or five seasons. It's really good. I think you'd enjoy it. You should try to check it out. Now, this is an entire news story all of its own that I'm not really going to go into. I'm just going to kind of bait you into it. And if you're interested in it, then uh, go into it. Uh, TD Ameritrade did some shady shit. Really? So, that's my bank. What this says, and I'm going to try to blow it up. I don't know if I can. Um, uh, hashtag GME, hashtag AMC, which I think is GameStop and AMC. The, the DOJ announces about an ongoing investigation into short selling and an offsite document storage facility burns outside of Chicago, Illinois. Guess who the building is connected to? TD Ameritrade. A lot of their records were stored at that facility coincidence so i'm gonna play the video news for all my amc apes out there this just in this gentleman nazim posted on twitter about 12 hours ago that the doj announces about an ongoing investigation into short selling coincidentally an off-site document storage facility burns outside of chicago guess who the facility is connected to TD Ameritrade, and a lot of their records were stored at that facility. But check this out. 
On the storage company's website, it says that we provide climate-controlled weather and fire-protected facilities for both paper and multimedia records. Now, I may not be the sharpest tool in the shed, but does that look like it's fire-protected to you? (laughs) Now, this is where it gets a little goofy. 12 hours prior to that building burning down in Chicago, Ken Griffith has apparently fled the country flying out of Chicago. Now, if you look closely in regards to the information coming from the airport outside of the plane that had left Chicago, it is owned by KP Holdings LLC. Now, after a quick Google search on the company information in regards to KP Holdings LLC, you can see underneath directors and officers that you have Kenneth Griffin as a member. So in the matter of 24 hours, we have a plane departing Chicago owned by KP Holdings LLC departing out of country. We have a building in Chicago that was apparently fireproof that happens to be burning to the ground that is connected to TD Ameritrade and storing their documents. Now, this is obviously all speculation at this point. We have a couple confirmed facts. We don't have confirmed dots being connected, but it is something worthy of keeping your eye on. You know, again, I'm sorry. I I don't believe anything's a coincidence anymore. Nope. I mean, they have a document center. It's supposed to be protected against fire. Yeah, mm. bullshit. We'll show you what's it. I mean, that's amazing. And you know me. I love me a good tinfoil hat story. I do, too. How about uh, this tinfoil hat? You know, it's Black History Month, John. You're right. We what's haven't that? done anything for Black History Month. Well, this guy, this guy, uh, he's black gentleman. Uh, does you know what he looks like? Remember Rosie Greer? Remember Rosie Greer back in the day? Used to play no, for I the don't. Rams? Okay, no. go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I think this guy's waking up to the fact that they're just using this for another reason to sell shit, like they did with Christmas and Easter and everything else. The hell yeah. buys- well, go ahead. How in the world is it 2022 and we still have this level of racist behavior and segregation? Looks like he's at a Target, but I'm not stores. sure. I don't know how this is being allowed. Look at this. Look at this. How are we expecting? to view ourselves all as equal when every time we get the chance, we separate ourselves. What do they have for Black History Month? What's the, I would love to know what they're, they don't really show you what they're saying. Uh, t-shirts made by eight-year-old Hondurans that are <laughs> being sold with a tag that came from a Black-owned business. I'm guessing. Yeah. Going back to the truckers, uh, they call it now, they're calling it an occupation. You know, it's not a peaceful protest now, Bob. It's an occupation. Like, we didn't have any occupations the last year when uh, George Floyd was killed. No. We didn't have any occupations. That was just a peaceful protest. Well, there's a Fiery. video on that, too. I don't know if I've got it. Fiery, um, but mostly peaceful protests. See if I've got it. And then the other thing is, you see story, you know, you see videos of people walking around picking up trash. And cleaning up the place so they're not making a mess. And then other people are saying, look at all this trash they're leaving behind. They picked it up. It's not on the streets. They picked it up and bagged it and waiting for it to to be taken away by the sanitation department. You keep walking me into other shit. Thank you.
Last year, when the white people got mad and raided the Capitol like terrorists. Yeah, because when the crackers got mad at the government, they actually took that shit to the government. When black people got mad, they started riots, burning buildings down in their own community, Yo. caused over $2 billion in damages, and attacking innocent Dang. civilians for no reason that are predominantly white. Oh, <laughs> let's not forget that y'all was vandalizing and stealing out of stores, too. Must feel real good to get them Nike shoes, huh? Better yet, after all of that, y'all still blame white people. And that's not even stopping the fact that y'all did all of that just to defend for a criminal. Oh, that's a criminal. Yeah, that's no excuse yeah. for that one. A criminal. You can't make this shit up, dog. Nope. I mean, people are waking up. Some people are waking up. Other people are just using this just to be to be the victim. People love. Some people just love to be the victim. That's where this uh, the uh, equity and equality and all that shit. That's where that they, they love a good victim. So do you know what an NFT is? No. I, you know what? I've heard of them. I get them. People are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars for a monkey. No, it's for like a... Okay. I mean, a picture of a monkey, not a real monkey. So a home along Florida's Gulf Coast will be auctioned off in the upcoming week as a non-fungible token. And what is believed to be among the first such transactions in the u.s nfts use a version of the encryption technology employed to secure cryptocurrencies kind of like bitcoin etc to create a one-of-a-kind digital object like a like a jpeg how's the house of digital i'm gonna explain that to you i was wondering too right the technology provides digital creations a kind of certificate of authenticity, allowing ownership of something that could otherwise be replicated endlessly. Well, how does that work in a home, right? I was like, okay, I'm going to keep reading. And this is from AP. In the case of a four-bedroom home in Gulfport, Florida, California-based real estate technology company, Propy, P-R-O-P-Y, will mint the property rights into a digital token and host an online auction with bids starting at 650000 Minting property rights into an NFT will allow owners to sell a home as quickly as a Venmo transaction. Bullshit. This is, you know what this is? Mm -hmm. This no. is, these NFTs are basically... Okay. Pay attention. Um, okay, go ahead. So Christopher Vasilakis, a local real estate agent and virtual reality expert, described such a transaction as... Quote, essentially just selling a company and a company owns that house. End quote. There could also be challenges given the volatility of cryptocurrency. And uh, it's not yet clear if the value of a house tied to an NFT would be affected by the crypto market. So this NFT shit to me is a fucking scam and a troll. As far as I'm concerned, I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay a dime for an NFT. People are buying. I saw one. It's a a digital picture of a gorilla went for $250,000. I'm like, what? who the fuck, who spends that much money? Hope, you know, Johnny and then again, you click on a thing and you say copy. And the next thing you know, you've got the monkey. And then you know what it costs you? Yeah, no. but you don't own it, but you don't own it though. I don't, you, I don't, you don't own the it. rights to it. You don't, don't own the care. rights to it. You, if you used that for your podcast logo or whatever, I'm going to go, you, you know what? That's what I'm assume. doing. I'm, I don't care. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to go get a picture of that monkey, and I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it the podcast logo of this this podcast. And they're going to take it. They're court. not going to do shit. Okay. Stupid NFTs. The dumbest story. You better hurry up, or I'm going to shit myself right here. Minecraft couple becomes New York Zoo's first gay penguin parents. Stop it! 
Stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> a New York Zoo announced shit. A New York Zoo announced a mated pair of male penguins have become the facility's first same-sex penguin couple to become parents. The Rosamond Gifford Zoo in Syracuse said Humboldt penguins, Elmer and Lima, were chosen as foster parents for an egg taken from a breeding pair with a history of inadvertently breaking their eggs. The zoo said that Elmer hatched in 2016 and Lima hatched in 2019, incubated the egg for several weeks, then it hatched into a healthy chick. Oh, okay. Quote, some pairs, when given a dummy egg, will sit on the nest, but leave the egg to the side and not incubate it correctly, or they'll fight for who's going to sit on it when. That's how we evaluate who will be good foster parents. And Elmer and Lima were exemplary in every aspect of egg care. And then that's from the zoo director, Ted Fox. Okay. So, so you baited me. You baited and switched me, Bob. That's what you did. I thought they were trying to tell me that there were gay penguins or one of them transitioned into a male penguin and they had an egg. And now that, <laughs> you know what? I'm punchy when it gets to this shit. But that's what. Well, Okay, wouldn't that just be two other penguins took over an egg? Does it matter that they're both, no. you know, guys? No, it doesn't. Does it, does it matter? No. no. No, but they got to gay it up. Right. They got to bag they, it up. They have to attach some fucking virtue bullshit, bullshit to it, right? Exactly. Uh. Because this way, oh, my God, look, the two male penguins. They don't know. There's not gay penguins. Is there gay penguins? There can't be gay penguins. Whatever. I don't care. And uh, those who are bored, because I, I guess we need to get out of here, because I, I got to take a leak, and John's going to do something else. So I'll just give you a uh, headline, and you can look it up for yourself. It's on um, NewYorkPost.com. A woman rescued after floating on an air mattress on an Oklahoma lake for two days. You can look that one up yourself. No, we have to go into that. What? <laughs> I'm going to bunch my. I'm going to sit here and do kegels and bunch my butt cheeks together <laughs> until we get through this story. All right, hold what your turtle happened? head back there, buddy. So, well, this was a poorly written story. Um, as I tried to you know, read it last night, I was going, eh, the, who, whoever wrote this must be new. A woman spent two days, stupid pop-ups. A woman spent two days floating on an air mattress in the middle of an Oklahoma lake in freezing weather before drifting to shore again and being rescued, according to reports. The stranded lady was spotted on train tracks near Lake Texoma one of the largest man-made reservoirs in the United States, on Thursday. Uh, Burlington Northern and Santa Fe Railway train conductor were taking their typical southbound trip aboard a freight train, fucking pop-ups, when they spotted the woman waving her arms, trying to get their attention, screaming for help, and holding onto the air mattress. Quote, she was literally laying on the ground, waving one arm, basically her left arm, the one that her arm wasn't stuck with her jacket. I don't even know what that means. He was asking for help. He was asking for help. So we instantly knew she was hurt and needed help. The train crew brought the train to a stop to help the woman. They immediately called for emergency assistance. The woman who identified herself only as Connie told the train employees that she had been floating for two days after she had gotten separated from a man she had been with. You can imagine how that happened. Bitch. Get away from me. Uh, the, the two had been using the air mattress as a raft to get to a boat on the lake. What the hell is this all about? Now, maybe I'm stupid, but once it gets to be freezing, doesn't water turn to ice? Well, I mean, it, it probably has to dip pretty low for an entire you know reservoir, lake-like reservoir to 
totally ice over. OHP said that the woman floated nearly two miles on the air mattress before making it to land and finding her way to the railroad tracks. Uh, The man that she had been with was able to reach shore and get to a house where he warmed up. Well, why didn't he go send help for her? Like make a phone call something. Again, this is the gene pool trying to cleanse itself. Who the hell, first of all, who the hell uses an air mattress to go to whatever? Only in Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma, homeboy. Right, only in Oklahoma. And then she stuck there for two days. Two days. Two and days. And she didn't freeze to death. That's amazing. Oh. You know what? She must have been, you know, I didn't see any pictures of her. Mm. She must have been a bigger woman. You know, she had like a. Oh, well, I don't know, dude. Those air mattresses give quite a bit. They're not I, too forgiving when it comes to the larger folk. I understand that, but here's the problem: Why would he leave her behind? Well, and then two days, like he went. You spend two days on an air mattress with a woman in a lake. First of all, I did not use the N word at all. I just said Nutella. That's the new word, Nutella. And I did all I did was play the Young Turks, saying. Nutella a lot. He was doing his own show. That's Eric Zane. He was doing his own show. Thank you for being here. So he didn't catch that particular part. Right. Yeah. (laughs) They're all talking about Joe Rogan. Meanwhile, they put a clip out of the Young Turks. Oh, they said the N-word more times than a gangster rap song. Where do I have that? Kind of reminded me of an old NWA album. Do I play that again? Yeah, please do. That shit, I couldn't believe it. That shit was cringe. Where did I put that? But I love cringe, so go for it. Sup, nigga? (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk some shit? Can we we just, can we name this Nutella? Start some shit. Oh, I know what I did with it. Hundreds of niggas is waiting for your motherfucking call, and they all talking shit about you right now. You want to sell that shit? Call these motherfuckers ASAP. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And if that's not getting us kicked off of Twitch. Hello, faggot lovers everywhere. I have a message for you from Birdseye. Birdseye faggots will appeal to your whole family. They've made them with lashings of gravy. Have you ever had any (laughs) faggots appeal to your old family with with or without peas? I, I think the ones covered in gravy are probably the best ones. <laughs> ah, you love uh, faggots and gravy. That's faggots nice. and gravy. It sounds like, you know, and then keep playing that because it tells you about the. Oh, it does? Yeah. I've never made it past the hello, faggot lovers. For those who don't know, this is a commercial from 1978. Hello, faggot lovers everywhere. I have a message for you from Birdseye. Birdseye faggots will appeal to your whole family. They've made them with lashings of gravy. But they've gone easy on the spice because kids don't like them too spicy. No one likes a spicy faggot. Birds I even suggest that people <laughs> who don't like faggots could enjoy these. They live in hope. You know, that could be right. That's right. Nothing like a good non-spicy faggot. That's one delicious faggot. <laughs> Maybe we need to start doing on the, like, Mondays when I don't have work, which is most Mondays. Uh, maybe we need to start doing our show at you know, nine, well, technically 10 for you. I don't know if you're able to do that. You have another show, don't you, to do? Yeah, I can do it for that. I can do that. Because it's, you know, that way we can work with Zane crowd. Yeah, after we get, after Eric Zane gets done, they can mosey on over and listen to Nutella on the Boomer Bunker. (laughs) Maybe Zane should, like, begin a Zane podcast network or something. Yeah. He would probably get more of a talented bunch besides you and you and I. We're just two 
dumb boomers. Yeah, he out talking shit was taken down because we talk about you know vaccines and stuff. Well, the other thing is that uh, you know we are our own boss. I mean, Spotify is not going to take us down, and even if they do, we can be somewhere else. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All righty. Well, Bob. I'm going to take a dump, John. I've been waiting here so long. I think I pushed it all the way back up in. There's going to be a double, a double flusher. I don't have to go anymore. But for a while there, it was touch and go. I thought I was going to have one of those accidentes. Mm. Yeah, quick question. What? Because, you know, speaking of Eric Zane and, the, uh, and his brother-in-law, people our age, I think, you know, we should start to do those butt kegels. That way we can keep the poo in. Because as you, I sit here every once in a while, I start doing butt kegels, and it has helped in the area of when I have to go, I can hold it more. But then again, there's always that part of the poo that is the looser the poo, the harder it's to hold back. If you've got a solid one, you can hold that back. If it's loose, you got to really tighten up. So you just you just wait until Apple's next keynote speech. I'll bet you they're coming out with an Apple butt plug that <laughs> just, you know, monitors. Your grip. Duchess says, use the box. <laughs> I have the colon guard box behind me. Oh. You missed that. You left the the Zaniacs that night. I pulled out my I opened up my colon guard box behind there. And oh, you, you have one of those color guards? Yeah, yeah. I can show it to you real quick. I have it right here. Is Very it in the bathroom? No, it's next to the bathroom. Do you actually shit in the box or do you have to like put on a glove and like dig some out of the bowl? Hang on. Here it is. Oh. Here's the box. I thought you could just like swallow like a little camera pill and so they have it's funny they have this box here and it's got like a zip bag that's glued in here. Yeah. Why can't I open? All right, so you, whoops. I just broke it all the way off, didn't it? I just yeah. broke the bag. So it's the instructions. And they got this thing. Don't fall. And you take so that goes on the toilet seat and you, you hang the bag seat. on it. Yeah, under the toilet seat. Yeah. And then you have this thing you sit inside. Holy shit. Take the lid off. And then you shit. You hover over this thing. And you shit in the cup. Won't you shit in the cup? (laughs) What? How do you know that it's not going to be like a royal blaster? Like, you know, like that thing will get full pretty quick. You take this stuff and you're supposed to pour it in there. To preserve it. Right. It's a poo preservative. It's a poo preservative. It's a poo preservative. And then you you tighten and it's got a gasket on it. So then you tighten this up. <clears throat> you throw it in the box. You zip the box back up and then you take it to the UPS store. And apparently they take your poo. Oh my god. I bet they love when those boxes come in. They're like, oh fuck. Uh hey, where's my tongs? Yeah. Got another poo box. So do you have to pay for those? Like you do you pay before like when they mail the box? Do they do you pay before or do you pay when you mail it in? I don't think you pay for it. I think you just put it in. I think you just put it in there and they 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 it it it's whatever. I'm talking about to get the box. I don't know. They just, just order it. Well, now this thing here, you just I can drop it off at a UPS store. Here, here's my poo. Or I can call UPS and they'll come and take it from me. Or I can call Colaguard and uh, they'll send the UPS driver to my house. So there's a lot of ways hey, to come pick this shit up. <laughs> Been waiting for that shit to get 
fucking picked up all day. And and of course they're going to tell me, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to mail this in and they're going to say, hey, you got to come in and we got to shove a thing and you got to shove a camera up your ass. Yeah. Well, though, I know that the commercials, you know, say that that the results are not necessarily 100%, you know, reliable, <laughs> whatever. But what? Duchess says, uh, doesn't that remind you of the thermos you should bring soup to school? I was in? wondering, I was going to say, do they, I wonder if, you know, once they're done with your specimen, do they you know, put those in a giant dishwasher and wash them out and mail them out to other people? Why wouldn't you? I mean, it's, I mean, as long as you sterilize it, what's the uh, big deal? How'd you like that job? What? Cleaning shit? I'm having to open that box. Yeah, I wouldn't like that, Bob. It'd, it'd be terrible. Right. Especially after what I'm going to deposit after the sushi and the chili. Man, this I'm was a deposit. Like I said, the paint's about ready to peel off the walls in here. I'm tired of this shitty job I have. Mm-hmm. Job stinks. All right, everybody. We'll be back Wednesday night. The Boomer Bunker prime time. Uh, if we're still allowed on any of these streaming platforms, we don't get thrown off of Facebook and Twitch or Twitter. We'll be back to live stream. If not, you can always find this on your podcast player of choice because we're not just on Spotify. And uh, just look oh, for yeah. search Boomer Bunker. You'll find us. We're the yeah, only I got to get last last Wednesday's up. I forgot about it. As you do. All right, everybody. Busy, man. I know. Everybody's busy, Bob. We'll talk to you Wednesday night. See y'all.